0: 15% off t-shirts at southlondonhardcore.spreadshirt.co.uk using the code MYSHIRT2014 from now until the 10th of June. Follow us on Twitter at SLHC uh, to keep up to date with t-shirt offers and on facebook.com slash southlondonhardcore.
1: A man who's taken advantage of our t-shirt offers. Michael Gosden.
0: Yeah, get on the Facebook or the Twitter... And you see a picture of Michael Gosling wearing the Monsieur Non t-shirt in Paris. Just
1: bringing it back home, is not it? Just bringing it back to its spiritual home, showing the people of Paris and France what it's all about. Uh, You imagine you must be getting a few looks going through the streets of Paris with a t-shirt that says Monsieur Non on it.
0: More looks than usual. (laughs) Welcome to the show. I'm Jack McInroy. Steve Walsh, my co-host. Hello. You've already... had a bit of conversation there, Steve. You're still doing the hello. It's expected now, isn't it? Hallmark. Bonjour!
1: (laughs) If we'd gone for... um, Was it Celeste's entry that had a very stereotypical Frenchman on it? Do you think Michael still would have won it in Paris? (laughs) I'm Uh, saying yes, because he's a force of nature. (laughs)
0: Yeah, coincidentally, Michael is... I don't know if I should reveal this, but Michael is the only person who's bought one so far. Oh, really? Yeah, I mean, and uh, Paul Shin has one, because we... Paul Shin doesn't it. have
1: one. I mean, by you the time the show goes yet. up... <laughs> no, he won't, because he's going up Monday. Uh, I've i have got it, but I haven't seen Paul Paul, come since. and
0: collect your T-shirt. Well done <laughs> for winning. But no, I, I voted for Michael Goslin in right. the uh, in the poll. It was uh, SLHC I with forgot, a couple of breadsticks. Was Michael was an entrant. So this week, we're talking about Lambeth Palace. I fear it might be a bit of a dry episode, Steve, but as, you know, as uh, that actor from Top Boy said, I am a moist prayer, so hopefully I can uh, keep it juicy. And, you know, I've got information on people buried
1: in the churchyard that will curl your hair,
0: so... We went on a tour of the palace, and we'll be telling you about how that was not worth the money. <laughs> See, that's the thing. I, I don't think this is the episode about Lambeth Palace we thought we were going to do. But I no. think there'll be. Where do we start, it. Steve? Maybe can we start with the architecture? Because this kind of summed the place up for me. Okay. It's not what. It's not. It's a disappointment, isn't it? Not very little of it is as old as it's pretending to be. I mean, I, I can see your
1: point, but I've got to say, just if we're talking about visiting on day. I was immediately struck by the scale of it. It was much bigger than I expected it to be.
0: as Yeah, space. yeah, yeah. Yeah, I was, but yeah, that's true. Like I mean even on the bus, once you even once you get to the door and like you're going through that massive arch yeah, know, and there's this tower above you. Yeah.
1: That's the thing like I, I before going for the tour I'd obviously read about it um to prepare for the show, and it, you, you know, used to get that's the, the
0: difference in it between us.
1: <laughs> but yeah. no, and had it, gone past it frequently when I used to get the three bus to work from Crystal Palace. Um, so knew where it was and had an idea about what it entailed. Now it always it struck me at the time. I was like, you know, um, it's a very grand name for what looks like quite a small little. Uh, you know, relatively small. Yeah, exactly. It looks very much just like a very small church with. And I was like, you know, uh, and it's interesting as well. It's an idea you have about a place. My take on that was always, well, it's the Church of England. It's the, the headquarters of the Church of England, rather than the Catholic Church. So it would be scaled back. But when we went inside, they made the the point, which is obvious. Uh, we find out that, of course, when it was founded, it was founded as a Roman Catholic church because that all, all the, the Church of England was was Roman Catholic until the Reformation. So it is a big space inside. There's like acres in terms of, of land. It does sprawl back across, uh, from, from what you can see from the river and, mm. and, and the road. So when we got inside, it was sort of quite overwhelming, I felt in terms, of, but you're absolutely right about once you look at it closely, a lot of it is more modern
0: than you Very imagine. little of it. You know, it's 800 years old. Like me and Lakeisha had a bit of an argument that day, Steve, um, you know, Nikisha needed to go somewhere and she said, you'll have to take Xavier with you. And I and I was like, I can't take her on a tour of Lambeth Palace. Like, I'm happy to be the one that has to arrange alternative childcare. She's like, why not? I'm like, it's 800 years old. Like, you can't take a one-year-old around it on a tour. Yeah. And, I mean,
1: there wasn't a great deal. I, of there was a it. Chance,
0: I thought there was a chance I could be wrong there. But clearly, you You ain't getting a pram around the place, no, are you? no. But, very little of it is 800 years old. Yeah, like, and the rest is made to look like it's eight hundred years old. Well, not even eight hundred years old, but it's all it's Gothic Revival, isn't it? Yeah,
1: and even then, like the the first area they took us into, the room as you can see was part of the old tower, but it's almost like, well, no, almost like exactly like there's a modern extension built onto it Mm. with sort of very IKEA looking panels and quite. uh, I compared it to um, the extension that was put in Croydon Library. And that's yeah. not a comparison I think you should be making about, uh, you know, the headquarters of the Church of England and a palace and the home of a bishop.
0: Yeah, there is a lot. It's quite um, churchy, like kind of modern churchy yeah, as well. Yeah. That kind of, you know, blue carpet and pale pale wood and, you know, the cream paint yeah. and stuff. It's very much like the Neutral kind of... Neutral
1: show home type thing. Yeah,
0: yeah, very much like you go into... I don't, I've not been into a lot of... Um, Church of England churches. But where I've been, it is all a bit kind of very tasteful, but incredibly dull. Yeah. And not 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 particularly stylish.
1: And they try and do the sort of modernist thing. There's almost like a feeling that they're trying to go for a sort of Scandinavian modernist feel. But it's so dulled.
0: Yeah. That it just comes but That's the thing, as... you don't have to go to Ikea and buy no. boring, homogenised furniture. You can get exciting homogenised furniture. <laughs> but no, they, it's, it's just so... You know, you can hear... Without it even being there, you can hear an organ playing some kind of dirge in the background, you know. And and that area as well wasn't
1: helped by the fact that they've got, like, modern touches in terms of some gifts that were given. There's, like, that that sculpture Mm. where he's got the whole world in his hands. And it is, as you said, a very literal interpretation of that phrase. Because it's a hand holding the world. The whole world. And just to
0: be clear... There's all the people as yes,
1: well. Yeah, it's really um yeah, so we take see. people on a the tour. Then, yeah, I think let's, so. Let's we go through it. through it.
0: There's also a big painting in that. This is yeah. in the kind of atrium, isn't it? I mean, you go in to to give people a bit of reference because once you go past go, go through the gate, you know, you don't you lose your bearings immediately, don't yeah, you really. Yeah. But that um there's it, essentially a quadrangle and as
1: you go into that you're sort of led from building to building. Yeah, right. I think it is pretty much in a circle around the buildings that form the quadrangle. But obviously, it's hard to keep track of that in an odd building that you Yeah, that you're
0: and also, that you, I mean, what I mean is you've got no frame of reference yeah, when because exactly. it's, you know, it's got uh, fifth, uh, 12 feet walls or whatever. Yeah. But you go in through by that big tower, and then, yeah, once you get in, go cut through a courtyard past the fig tree and then into this very dull uh, kind of atrium that we're talking about... Big kind of modern painting that was quite just like packed with like symbols, wasn't yeah, it? yeah, quite bad, yeah, wasn't nice. It had an Arsenal badge on it, I hadn't even noticed it, I'd already disliked it. Bit annoying, Steve, yeah. So it cost 12.50 including booking fee, yeah, for this tour. Um, and we'll be talking about some of the shortcomings as we go along, but the first uh grievance really was the fact that they're like, oh, the video started. It, two o'clock started, it was 1.59. Yeah. Like, fair enough, I was meant to be there a bit earlier, Steve, than I actually arrived. But, you know, it started early, which I thought was a bit of a cheek. Also, it was a bit of a shame because, realistically, with the video,
1: any sort of entertainment value in the tour peaks, <laughs> isn't it? Once <laughs> we meet, the Bishop's Calligrapher. Yeah, that was it. That's isn't the it? highlight,
0: isn't it? Well, not We walked in and... It's very professionally put together, you know, um, taught, uh, people talking about Lambeth Palace, some shots, but a load of talking heads. And it was a, a woman who could have been played by probably Julia Davis. Just, you know, she's a female vicar and she's talking about, you know, life at the palace. And I like to think maybe he wrote the uh, the, English, the book of English press under this very uh, skylight. You know, that kind of thing. Not particularly... Hilarious, Yeah, yeah. But once you've already got in your... It it did have a kind of touch of parody. Yeah. But like you say, Steve, she was not the highlight, was she, by any stretch?
1: No, we meet the official calligrapher to the Archbishop of Canterbury, whose job is entirely to provide engraved invitations, responses, just anything that requires, you know, uh, a particularly intricate script. And, I mean, a a lot of highlights in what she said, because it is... Um, she was quite a flamboyant woman compared yeah. to the other people and, and when
0: video. you you know if you're thinking of uh, it being on comic relief yeah I mean who would you have said would have played her Steve
1: from from the traditional comic relief crew I'd say Dawn French but if I had uh, she's free... already
0: done she's already done a exactly yeah
1: and, and if I given a free hand to cast anyone I'd probably go Matt Lucas
0: yeah yeah it was it could have been Matt Lucas it could have it? been
1: Matt <laughs> Lucas it might it might be Matt Lucas <laughs> My my personal uh, highlight of her, um, talking about her role, well, it was twofold. Firstly, the fact she, she seems to take being a calligrapher very, very seriously, which is always comedic, isn't it? There is yeah, that yeah, thing yeah. of, like, you know, I've done, I think it's quite easy for people to forget <laughs> how vital the role of uh, a bishop... She, this isn't a quote, but it was along the yeah, lines yeah, of, yeah, uh, yeah. you know, quite easy for people to forget how vital a role a bishop's calligrapher is. Um, but there was also a specific bit where she talked about being given you know assignments to do and uh she said with a straight face and she can't be serious she said um you know i'll, I'll sit there for a week and uh think about it <laughs> think, think about the scripts i'm going to use for this particular and then i'll get started And I, I said to you afterwards i was like can you imagine any role in your work or anyone's work where someone says to you uh, could you do could you could you get this report done well, yeah. could you do these orders? How's a newsletter
0: coming on? Yeah, and you <laughs> go, uh,
1: do you know what? I've had a week,
0: yeah.
1: and I've really thought about it. I think I've got a really good angle to... Because we need it sort of done. I, I know what you're saying, but I really want to get this right, you know. It was a strong start, and it gave it me real was, hope yeah. for the tour. I was like, it's going to be a lot of inadvertent comedy.
0: Where do we go from there, Steve? Down to the crypts, wasn't
1: it? Yeah, yeah. down to the crypts.
0: I yeah. think that was the point where I realised that this is just going to be boring. Yeah. Like, oh, it's just going to be the history of... The Church of England—that's not interesting. And then it sort of got worse. Where we went to the library,
1: and that, this is where it really came home to me. It was a disappointing tour. Where we went to the library, and like, there's all these display cases that have just got cloths over them. Mm. And the woman was like, "Oh, yeah, there's no exhibition on at the moment. Just put something in there. and You've got glass mm. cases, so you've got things for displaying, and you've got, you know." This is not information anyway, they gave is information about it 120,000 books. Some yeah. of them are going to be worth putting in a glass case and having a look at. Yeah. You know, they've got um, Lambeth Bibles. They've got, you know, very rare books. I'm not saying put your rarest books out. But, like, just walking through it, m- myself and yourself were both fascinated by books. So we were. People were lay these, like, pop-up information sheets. Uh, standing in the room But it's like nothing interesting But looking at the actual books I mean, it's like yeah. 1547 Lovely just to look up nice old books Put some of those yeah. in your display cases
0: They don't do tours every day Like no. get them out When, yeah. you, when you, you've you signed a load of people up for the tour
1: You're charging £12.50 to show people in the library And what you're showing them Is a load of furniture Covered by cloth And uh, books spying out With nothing really to contextualise them
0: that's not really no. on, is it? The smell was pretty uh, impressive, wasn't it? Yeah, I mean, you know, smell.
1: there's a, a huge potential for that to be an interesting thing mm-hmm. to look at, but it wasn't. Then we go into this other room, and the wall's just dotted with portraits of archbishops. So and she starts talking about one picture, and I was like, she's going to go picture by picture through it. And she's just sort of going... And that of course is, not uh, like, this is you know. This, there's no insight. There's nothing interesting. Mm. This is just you listing archbishops. She
0: was very knowledgeable, wasn't she? There's was a yeah. pair of them. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I mean, you were the second youngest person on the tour, Steve, after me. wasn't you? <laughs> and then the next youngest was that guy of mid forties, wasn't he? Yeah. And then he was trying to
1: get involved a bit, wasn't he? And he was. And he like, was oh, that would be the one where uh, he like, was oh, quite. Like, I
0: mean, he was relatively youthful, wasn't he? Yeah, yeah. But on the, doing the tour, that woman, she was gotta be seventies, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. And then the guy, there's the guy in pairs, but there's yeah. a guy who was just leaning. Yeah. Every, every time you look around, he was just leaning against the door, just like yeah. about to collapse. And he f- was
1: eighties, wasn't he? Yeah. Yeah, there was a bit where she sort of sent him her head to get a door open. He just looked at her like, what?
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But yeah, I mean, even in that room, we we're all we were quite cramped in this corridor. Yeah. And then... You know they've they've uh, sectioned a bit off. and It's you've screened got, off half the corridor. You've got a futon on its side. Yeah,
1: you've got a wickerware sofa just leaning against the wall, and I'm like, it, it's almost like we turned up. You know, because there was a, a a group ready to go after us as well. But it's almost like people congregated outside Lambeth Palace and they were sort of like inside were sort of going, oh, do you know we'll what? Tours, the there's tours yeah, to that, yeah. I forgot. What about the library? It's all closed off. Is that Wickerware thing still? It's leaning against the wall. We just have to do it. We just have to do it. And this is the thing. Realistically, who's going to kick off in the middle of Lambeth Palace about the tour that they're getting?
0: Yeah, save it for the podcast.
1: (laughs) Just vent it all now. But yeah, it was very much this. Just sort of going room by room, and there was a lot of uh, sort of inadvertently comedic things. There was a lovely bit where. uh, we're in like the Archbishop of Canterbury's front room, essentially. And she's like, "This is where, if you see him interview on telly, this is the room it's in." And she's like, As you, "You, know, looking around, and it just looks gorgeous, doesn't it? It's lovely, it's immaculately, yeah." Decorated I mean, it's, uh, and furnished. You, you wouldn't
0: go with that style, no, no. It no certainly, it's done to a high standard, absolutely. Yet. And
1: uh, she sort of gestured over and said, uh, "But you know, not a lot of money spent. You know, the curtains are cheap. They're just from John Lewis." And I just turned to her and went, "John Lewis curtains aren't cheap."
0: and that's a fact isn't it you know you can't sort of you know Steve knows curtains
1: (laughs) I know John Lewis is not the place you go to for your value is it quality I'm sure
0: Mm. so it is the Archbishop of Canterbury's uh, local residence sorry London residence yeah we were both surprised to find out that Rowan Williams is not the Archbishop of Canterbury (laughs) were we (laughs) like you say you've done a load of research Steve Who's this guy? <laughs> yeah, who's this Justin you keep talking <laughs> about?
1: Um, they also were at great pains because that's the other thing as well that uh, I thought was quite interesting, and, and again, it never occurred to me before. But um, as we walked in, and you sort of see, um, you know, this gothic facade and various different buildings, and you're like, "Oh right, your archbishop lives in a palace." I mean, it's a very yeah. sort of telling. Yeah, thing, well, I don't it? know why
0: a sort of the, the opposite reaction. I was, I, I mean, it not, I'd not really done any research, only because I thought we'd do the research while we're there. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? We'd go on the tour. Yeah. But palace, I'm like, oh, it's not a royal palace. Yeah. Oh, it's not yeah, a yeah. proper palace, yeah, basically. Yeah. I'm like, oh, it's just a man. But know. then there were great
1: pains during the tour to sort of go. Well, you know, it, it's the headquarters and it's the an administrative center for the Church of England. He's got a flat. He's got a flat. That he says, and it's very simply furnished. And where's his flat? It's it, it's like on the second floor. It, they made it clear. Oh, I like, what you mean within? The... It's in a corner of one part of the palace, rather than
0: all of. Yeah, this. he's not running around there no. in his dressing gown, is he? Lollards Tower, Steve. When are we going to get there? Yeah, we didn't actually.
1: Did, we did, I think we went into the, the bottom of. What was Lollard Tower? But it was never really made clear if we were in. I mean, that was uh, doing the research for it. That was a highlight for me. What is a Lollard? I I'd never heard of it before. As you say, is it when
0: l- Rob Pollard makes a joke? <laughs>
1: <laughs> there's Lollard Street, uh, relatively close by, isn't it? In uh, yeah, Pennington. yeah.
0: I'm not sure where it comes out, but um, yeah, yeah, it's close by. In and
1: I, I, I'd never heard of, of Lollards before. And when I saw Lollard's Tower, I was like, oh, I wonder if that's the name of, you know, is it an name of a an bishop? But they were um, uh, religious agitators, essentially. Yeah, right. they, they were, and it's really interesting, um, I say that, the <laughs> yeah, people will be the judge.
0: Relatively interesting.
1: Right? <laughs> but they were, it was basically, they were followers of a man uh, called John Wycliffe, who had issues with how the Church
0: of England... Is it not Wycliffe? Like, it's not like Wyclef John, is it? Yeah, that's what I'm thinking of, isn't it? <laughs> Only because, it, like, you know, I grew up, uh, my parents were evangelical. Right. And there's the, the, Wy- the Wyclef uh, Foundation. And I once referred to it as the Wyclef Foundation at the height of Fuji Mania. <laughs> <laughs> See, I've gone Fuji, I'm think- I should be thinking Lollard. Fuji Lollard. <laughs> um, but I yeah. anyway. <laughs> I don't even know if it's the same guy. It must be in it. Is he kind of Protestant? Well, this is the way? thing. It, it's it's proto-Protestantism,
1: if that's a thing, because in 1395 the Lollards nailed, and this is not my thing. I was always impressed. I'm not a religious man at all, but oh, my my take on it was. Whatever you think about what Martin Luther had to say or the repercussions were. Oh, um, have a Martin dream. Martin. <laughs> <laughs> um, taking your feelings and nailing them to a church door. It's pretty strong stuff. And I was like, that's a brilliant move. Yeah, it's a move that he's ripped off from the Lollards in 1395. I he, They had the 12 conclusions of the Lollards, and I'm going to keep saying it.
0: And yeah. they nailed it to the uh, Wall of the Church. So Lollards Tower... But maybe that was like their version of tweeting, I guess. <laughs> pinned. It's a pinned tweet. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>.
1: <laughs> I did a swear joke. Yeah. And it worked. Uh... So Lollard's Tower was a prison. That's where they kept the heretics before they uh, took them off to be um, dispatched. Right. I don't know if Lollard Street was like famous for being a place of like anti clerical heretical thought, but mm. possibly.
0: So uh, Wycliffe was tried for heresy there, yeah, thirteen eighty one Peasants' Revolt.
1: Yeah, but as far as I understand, didn't there was no major repercussions for him personally?
0: Like, oh, was he wasn't never... found. You're guilty of heresy. Yeah, the um, the woman on the tour, obviously a, uh, what's the word? You wouldn't say Christian? Would you? I mean, obviously, is it a, a Church of Englander? What's Christians, the,
1: isn't
0: it? Yeah, but is there a word? What, what's the noun for someone that goes? Anglicans. Is, an Anglican. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks. Obviously, an Anglican. Yeah, yeah. Um She was like, you know, she was talking about heretics, <laughs> and then eventually, just before we moved to the next room, she was like. She sort of had this disclaimer about heretics not really being an actual crime. Yeah. you know.
1: She's, she she said, uh, I think her phrasing was uh, heretics, whatever that means. <laughs> 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 and I was like, uh, I don't know, we're in a place where, uh, you know, people were kept uh, until they were going to be executed. So maybe we should yeah. sort of accept that heresy uh, was a thing.
0: And even that's better than this tour.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we went into the Great Hall
0: Um Overrated.
1: Yeah. Ransacked for building materials during the uh, English Civil War. So again, it's a rebuild, isn't it? That that came, mm. that real theme came out a lot. It was like, this bit got bombed, this bit got, during the Second World War, it's got uh, ransacked. It, it's taken a beating over the years, yeah. which is why it's quite, as you say, architecturally, it's a real mishmash, isn't
0: it? It is, but it's trying to sort of keep a theme going, isn't it? And that's yeah. where it runs into trouble. But um, the, the best... Slash worst example of the rebuilding or redecorating, I should say. Really, um, was that little chapel, wasn't it? And it was introduced as being a mishmash of styles. Yeah, Got. And uh, says so the light, it was kind of quite um, ornate, really, wasn't it? My, my,
1: I found it got
0: worse. If you look to the ground, yeah, and yeah, then yeah. It basically it had like original up, tiles, didn't? Yeah, it? like yeah. the
1: flooring. Gorgeous. Yeah. Then you look and go, oh, so it's some nice, nice fancy, wood paneling. Yeah. Some yeah. chairs that were then quite fancy. Then you look and go, oh, these walls, quite architecturally yeah. quite
0: interesting. Stained glass windows were not particularly old. No. But you know they're nice. quite overwhelming. All yeah, the Stained glass yeah, windows on there. Yeah. Very nice.
1: Then you get to the ceiling.
0: Yeah, that was an a- absolute abomination, wasn't it? Like maybe the worst mural I've ever seen.
1: It's it's got to be up there. I mean...
0: It's definitely up there. <laughs> but it was put done in the 80s. When some archbishop was just like, I need... Uh, presumably, uh, this is my legacy. Yeah. I need to get something up there. And it's like a Adventure Playgrounds This is style. the thing.
1: If it was a thing where you went, we got some kids to do it, and, mm. you know, these kids weren't particularly good at art, but it was a nice thing for the kids to have done. You go, fair, you know what, fair enough, I don't like how this looks, but at least you gave some kids a chance. No, they hired a professional artist. Who, um, I don't know, was in a rush or something, I don't know. you
0: got other... Uh... Yeah, broken arm, maybe. <laughs> yeah, dreadful. It was real... And and the she obviously wasn't a fan. I can't yeah. imagine anyone's a fan. No, I it mean... It doesn't fit in. Very diplomatic, she was like... You know, Paint <laughs> over it, man. It was, it was interesting to
1: sort of hear the various ways she'd manoeuvre around it. She'd go, as you say, she'd go like a mishmash of styles, and she's like, you know... It's going to be bits that some people aren't going to like, and we're all sort of thinking the ceiling. It's yeah. the ceiling. No one's got a problem with these floors. <laughs> no one's sort of going. These wood panels are a bit off. <laughs> no, everyone's sort of going. The badly painted ceiling was probably not a good idea.
0: It's tour over yet, Steve. Even reliving it is. Uh, yeah, garden. We, can... we went out to the garden, didn't we? Yeah. Which it wasn't. It was raining, wasn't it? Yeah, it um, yeah. But the trouble, the main trouble with the garden is you got you're next to a main road <laughs> you've got a bus you, going can past see, you, must, you can see the upper deck <laughs> yeah yeah. they've got a Gutenberg Bible in the library Steve <laughs> um, I saw this on Wikipedia but I saw the age of it it's only 200 years old isn't it?
1: yeah and there's also um, a thing where there's three Gutenberg Bibles in London yeah and only one actually
0: there's one the... in Maidstone is there well, yeah, or is that maybe the, the, other the, Bible, the Lambeth Bible, the
1: Lambeth Bible? The Bible has, uh, yeah, the other half of it is in uh, in Mason, But the Gutenberg Bible, I think there's 21 in Lambeth libraries. <laughs> <laughs> They're all I out. think there's 48 in the world, 21 in Europe, 8 in Britain, 3 in London, 1 in South London. And of the ones in London, only 1 is incomplete. Oh, is it that one? It's that one, yeah. The British Library's got two complete Gutenbergs. Really? Give one to... What even is it? it? It's a Bible made by Johann Gutenberg, I'm assuming. Was it some kind of bookbinder? He was, like, the man who... Well, not bookbinder, it, but a it's, it's credited with, if not inventing, printing, popularising... Oh, like Europe. a Caxton figure. Yeah, yeah, that sort of thing, yeah. Right. But, you know, don't have... This is the Lamb of Palace. If they're going to have one Gutenberg Bible... Yeah. But this is the theme, partner. isn't
0: it, of the place? Yeah, Just it's disappointing. disappointing. Yeah, We've got a Gutenberg Bible. Whole thing. So, what, will we move on, Steve, now? We've said tour's over. They've kind of rushed us out, I felt. Yeah, <laughs> there was that. Well, no... Like, they tried so was, to sell us some lemon Yeah, exit through the gift shop,
1: innit? Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: But there's no prices on anything. There's, there's a shelf of stuff behind the door. That's where that's where like you get your goods from. Yeah, but the and no gar- one
1: was like, you can pay me. What's what's your change situation?
0: Mm. It's
1: yeah, very.
0: Where are you keeping your bags? The garden museum is in St Mary's Church, is it, Steve? Which joins on to the Lambeth Palace, yeah. basically.
1: Yeah, St Mary of Lambeth uh, Church.
0: We didn't go to the garden museum. I think. Because, really, it I don't know... £7.50. Yeah, <laughs> well, that's what you were saying. I always kind of assumed we would just go. Yeah. But then, you know, you kind of... we wait You go, hang on a minute. Yeah, the Church of England, that's not interesting. Gardening, I'm not interested. <laughs> when I had a look on the Wikipedia page, it was a picture of a lot of tools and stuff.
1: That's the thing. I think the display inside is essentially like pruning shears through the ages. Which, I mean, <laughs> you know... I, I'm a man... I prefer
0: the cabinets with a curtain over <laughs> Yeah, you
1: know, I... I I'm a man that does enjoy, uh, you know, odd histories. Yeah. But even then, you've got a limit where you're yeah. sort of going, uh, you know, this is when streamers really came in. So I'm, I'm not interested in that, you know. And but uh, while I was waiting, if you had a little wander around the church. I mean, it's it's a church with an interesting history. I mean, mm. um, deconsecrated now, it's not not a church, and was due to be due to be demolished in the seventies. But a local. Uh, historian sort of went to visit the site and realised that the tombs of John Tradescan, the elder and younger, and Elias Ashmole, are buried in the churchyard. And these are important figures locally, but also, you know, we've talked about on a previous show. Yeah,
0: on the Stockwell episode, um, you can hear all about John Tradescan. Yeah,
1: fascinating stories. And, and there's loads know. of
0: pronunciations of his name. <laughs> Two on this week's show. <laughs>
1: And uh, basically, it's when we decided this, you know, is far too important to allow to be demolished. And the fluorescence, as well as collecting um, various artefacts and founding uh, what would go on to become the heart of the Ashmolean Museum in Oxford, were also King Gardens, and very important gardens as well, in terms of what they grew and how they grew it, again, in this local area. So uh, a campaign was started to have St Mary of Lambeth Church turned into a garden museum in honour of the legacy of the traditions, which is, is what's happened. And that's a lovely thing. As I say, we're not interested in it, but, you know, rather than... No, it's nice to have it... Absolutely. Uh, repurpose time rather time than demolish yeah. where possible. And if you've got a, a theme that works, by all means do it. You know, these are, as we said in the stock episode, important local figures that have become important, you know, global figures mm. now with the sort of... The Ashmolean Museum. And then there's talk now of
0: possibly... I was on trad- Tradescent Road yesterday.
1: Right. But there's talk of um, partly rebuilding what was known at the time as Tradescence Arc of Curiosities by having things that are in the Ashmolean collection but not necessarily on display loaned back to the Garden Museum, which I think would be brilliant to sort yeah, of, yeah. you know. And at that point... Maybe we'll uh, go on a trip. Absolutely, do, yeah, yeah definitely do that because, you know...
0: Yeah, I mean, I've, I can't remember the ins and outs, but when we went through what was in, uh, what was in his arc. Yeah, Some stuff. amazing stuff, yeah, yeah.
1: Yeah, definitely. There's a rumour... Or a, a local myth that if you dance around the tombs of the Tradescence Nothing happens. At midnight <laughs> a ghost appears. <laughs> but it doesn't <laughs> say what ghost. So it's just a general ghost or one of their ghosts? I'm, if ge- need, I'm like, guessing
0: that, uh, no what, ghost appears, Steve. But what if you need like gardening advice
1: from a man who knows the local soil? Yeah, right, right, right. Talk to his uh, talk to a Get your dancing shoes on. A couple of other uh, significant Burials in the churchyard as well.
0: Captain Bly. From uh, *Mutiny on the Bounty? Yep.
1: From the bounty.
0: <laughs> Buried in uh, wow, Samaria right, Lambert Church. Right. Yeah, pretty significant. Thing. And
1: an, another name that won't be familiar uh, at all, but hopefully a bit Just
0: before we move on, Steve, the, the two versions of Mutant on the Bounty I've seen are both brilliant. Right. And uh, is the is Annie Hopkins one worth watching as well? With the Annie Hopkins one...
1: Uh, I really want to see it.
0: Just because of Rob Brydon's impression
1: yeah. of... Yeah, yeah. Damn, right, <laughs> piece, you damn your eyes. sir!
0: <laughs> uh, I haven't seen it, but I feel she like... It was only 50. <laughs> I can't
1: bury you <laughs> uh, yeah, your muscles. Yeah, watch a Trip to Italy. It's not been yeah. to South London, but it is brilliant. Um, another, you know, significant burial in the churchyard john seeley of the seeley code stone manufactory which i don't know if that means anything to you it does not but if i tell you code stone was a particular manufacturing method to make artificial stone and that the lion that sits on the south side of westminster bridge south bank lion is a code stone lion
0: you know, uh, and originally, I, and you know that that lion appeared in an Oscar-winning film last year. So. Right. So, and it's quite, it's quite an iconic. It was the cover of the Lonely Planet for the whole of Great Britain. Right. Yeah. And it is. It's that's it, just it, two of its accolades: Wolf of Wall Street, Lonely Planet. <laughs> but I think
1: it's you know sits in South London now, but was manufactured in South London. Right. Uh, the Codestone Manufactory was in Vauxhall, so it was a, a local business that. Became incredibly significant and, and produced many, uh, you know, items that uh, survive to this day. But I think that's a particularly impressive one. And as I say I, I, I don't know what I ever thought the origin of that lion was, but it's nice to know yeah. it's, I mean, it's always a lived in South London Brewery, isn't it? That yeah, it was on, on it was on the yeah. Red Lion Brewery, and then was somewhere else in Waterloo, and then moved to the South, but has never left South London, which is quite nice.
0: Much like yourself, Steve. <laughs> I ended up enjoying this episode, Steve, more than the tour. I think you really sort of uh, ended with a flourish for those uh, graves <laughs> uh, Steve if people our listeners want to see you hosting a comics panel with Oscar Zarati, Stephen Appleby and Ilya Ili- Ilya Sashmo <laughs> well where can they uh... I'm glad you asked that, i the Pe- at the Peckham uh, Pelican. At the
1: Peckham Pelican. From the 16th to the
0: 22nd of June, the Peckham Pelican Reasonably in Peckham. Reasonably bagels, I should say. Right. There. Uh, yeah, so at the end of Southampton Way on Peckham Road, is it called? I think it is on Peckham yeah, Road, yeah. Yeah, next door to the old uh, fire station, isn't it? Is it? Um, I've been there for, just for bagels, man. But they're going to be hosting a week-long festival
1: called the Literary Kitchen Festival. Lots of different... Um, events and activities going on themed around um, books and literature and authors. On Sunday the 22nd of June between 5 and 6 I'll be hosting a talk with Stephen Appleby, talking about his new book The Good Inn. I'll be talking to Oscar Zarati about his new book The Park and I'll be talking to Ilya about his latest book from Self Made Hero Room for
0: Love. So SouthLondonHardcore.com for all of our... Episodes website recently updated. If you want to have a look at SLHC on Twitter and Instagram.